Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. And welcome to my recap episode on my conversation with Erin Hotsty Coates. Now she's got me all triggered about how to say her last name because I've been calling her Erin Hotsy Coates for forever. And then she said Costa. So now I'm all insecure about it. But seriously, if you did not listen to this interview, I really suggest that you go. And I don't say that just because it's an interview I think you should listen to, even though it is that it's it just it's really universal. And it touches the core of, I think, a lot of what we all struggle with, who you've ever thought, do I really deserve this? Or am I living some imposter life? Or I'm not good enough? Or I have to be something I'm not in order for people to like me or respect me or follow me. This is the episode for you because it's all about using authenticity as a part of your leadership strategy and I love it. I love her. I think she is authentic. I also think she's just an awesome human being. It's a really great interview. I really recommend that you go and listen to it. But with all that said, here are four things that I took away from this conversation that I thought were really worthy to come back and recap in this conversation. I loved what she said. She said that, you know, when she left corporate America and she was a corporate CEO for years But when she left corporate America to like kind of go out on her own as a coach, speaker, consultant, entrepreneur, podcaster, author, all these things, she for a long time didn't want to be labeled as a coach or a trainer or a consultant or speaker because she had this like preconceived notion of what that was. And I loved what she said about it. She said, it took me a long time to get here, but here's what I would do today. Here's the advice that I would give someone today. It's don't not do something because you hated the way that you saw someone else do it. And in the middle of that is, you know, the foundation, the genesis of some authenticity. Don't define what something is because of one way that you saw it done that you're like, well, I don't want to do that. Or I don't want to be that. Well, it's like, don't, 
(laughs) That's not who you are, but there's a way for you to do it. That is true and natural and authentic to you. And the more that you can do that, the better we all are, the better you are, the better your clients are, the better the people around you are, but don't not do something because you didn't like the way that you saw it done by someone else. Oh my gosh. I thought that was so good because I can think of so many times or so many things where I haven't done something because I was like, oh, I didn't like that. Or I didn't like the way they did. It's like, so what? Do it differently or get it done by someone else. That doesn't mean you don't have to like the whole thing just because you didn't like the way it was done by one particular person or company or organization. Do it differently. Be authentic and do it in the way that feels you. Then this was the second big highlight for me as we talked about, well, what is authenticity? Like, what's your definition of authenticity? And I think this is really interesting because I think sometimes that word can be overused, but in a way where it's not really explained very well, right? I hear the word, you know, be authentic and, you know, show authenticity, but it's like, what does that really mean? Because it's like, there's all different types of internal translations we can make with things like that. And it's like, just do you be you. And I loved, oh my gosh, I love this so much. I literally have it written down. I'm going to share with the whole team, put it on a post-it note on my wall. I'm going to do something with this. But she said, authenticity is exposing who you really are when people least expect it. That is authenticity. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Like exposing who you really are the moment that people least expect it. What an amazing definition of authenticity. And then she followed it up and she said, it's not just being yourself. Sure, that's a part of it. And it's not just being transparent, right? Authenticity and transparency are two different things with two different definitions. And you cannot be too authentic, but you can be too transparent, I think that's really an important distinction, right? Authenticity and transparency, they're different things, right? I think the other thing that she said I thought was brilliant is that it's not about you. It's really not. It's about creating trust with other people by being more vulnerable and humble and you in the moment. And I thought that was really good. It's like authenticity isn't about you just putting it all out there for the world to take it all in. Being authentic is about creating a trusted environment, an environment of intrigue and curiosity even with other people by being more vulnerable, by being more honest, and by being more humble in the moment. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. Going back to her definition, which is authenticity is exposing who you really are when people least expect it. Mind blown. I love that so much. And quite honestly, that allows me to attach a whole new meaning to authenticity and being authentic. Being authentic isn't just being me. No, it's being more of me 
in the right moments where people least expect it, that allows me to show my humanity. And it also allows me to show my imperfections, right? I love what she said. Her her son says that she's a imperfectionist and we all are. We are all imperfectionists. We are not perfect, but it allows me to be more imperfect, which naturally should make me more human and more relatable and more personable to those around me. I need that. We all need that. So, so good. Then we followed it up with about authenticity is not a permission. It's a power. And I think I often hear some people, you know, kind of roll their eyes at authenticity is like, is this some woo woo female feminist crap? <laughs> it's like, no, authenticity comes from a place of power, of courage and bravery. And yes, vulnerability and humility match though with a place of power and courage and bravery in the ability to be humble and vulnerable. That is not a permission, it's a power and it creates power with people around you. It's like when you become more authentic and real and honest, people around you put down their guards and their own shields and they become more authentic and real and human. And guess what? Then there's real conversations, real collaboration and real change when we can do this stuff. But that's not easy. It's not a permission. That's a power because it's a friggin' hard work. And it comes from a place of total exposure. And that is not easy. That takes great courage. Love that. Y'all, I got like gushing over this interview and also the fact that we just were really blessed to have the opportunity to have this conversation on the show and use it in a way that will make us all feel more ourselves and more human when we're looking at those around us. Right. And then the last thing we did was we talked about this awesome study that she just did was like, did this national research study on authenticity in the workplace. So cool. I love this idea. I love the results. I love the study. The data is so amazing and so helpful and empowering as a leader or a business owner, but also really empowering as a teammate, as an employee, as someone who just has human relationships and deals with communication, which is all of us. But one of the things that I thought was really fascinating is one of the key takeaways was the parallel between authentic cultures and talent retention, which is just a really hot topic right now, right? Everyone is talking about how do I retain talent? How do I recruit and retain really good people? And there is a direct correlation with, do you have an authentic culture where people can be themselves in the moment where there is humility and vulnerability and the ability to just get it straight with no facades and no pretending. Is there that? And if there is, you have a higher chance of talent retention versus is this a culture where we just don't talk about those things? You know, don't ask, don't tell, don't really ever get to know your leaders, don't ever really get to know your executives. And if you have that, you have a very high chance of quick turnover. So let that sit in for a minute. If you have any sort of employees or team members or even even run a volunteer organization, people don't have to stay. There's lots of options, especially right now where everyone is hiring. So how can you use authenticity as your main retention tool with your team? Y'all, check out this interview. Check out Aaron Hotsey Costas. You can go to Be Authentic Inc. That's just the letter B, authenticinc.com. You can check her out, follow her, get this study. It's amazing. Go listen to it. 
put it into practice, and we'll catch you next time on The Influential Personal Brand. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 